Here we are, another episode of Jim Merritt's Indiana. Uh, we try to talk about all different types of, of um, topics. Uh, we'll be talking about the decrim of air marijuana. We'll be talking about mental illness. We'll be talking about uh, a new urban agenda for the state of Indiana. And uh, we've had lots of uh, different ideas and we've had a couple shows. Uh, we are here at the Roundtable Recording Company. You all know that place in, in Broderpool. And, and uh, Jake Presley is uh, the producer and the editor and uh, chief bottle washer. And just he's going to put on a great podcast for us for iTunes and on the, uh, on the audio side and the video side. And we're, uh, we're very, very happy to uh, be here today and talk about uh, the issue of rural health. And it's just so very much a priority for everybody. And um, incidentally, Senate Bill 3 this year is uh, um, in front of the legislature. I'm really happy that my, uh, my old colleagues uh, are, are understand telehealth and understand uh, the need for broadband and, and make it very, very expansive, more expansive than it was before, because uh, there's a little secret in Indiana that, that Rural health is incredibly important for us to um, understand and expand and uh, make it uh, more patient friendly. And, and uh, we're um, joined here today. I'm very, very lucky that we have a, a couple ladies here uh, to help me explain what is actually going on in, um, in rural health land, if you will. And I'm um, I'm just really pleased that Kara Beal with the Indiana Rural Health Association is here and she's the CEO and relatively new, but it, as we all know um, with the pandemic, when, when you um, jump into a new job as Kara has, uh, it, there's um, very little time to uh, get acquainted and, get, uh, and really get uh, organized and ready to go, especially uh, with as uh, ferocious of a pandemic as, as it is and how contagious it is. Kara, tell me about you know, your first, what, six months to a year? Tell me about what's going on uh, with the Indiana Rural Health Association. Sure, yeah. We have a, a lot going on. And, and you know, to your point, uh, joining an organization in the midst of a pandemic does cut your honeymoon phase significantly short. So. Um, I was I was very lucky though I had been part of the Indiana Rural Health Association as a general member for a number of years and then had stepped into the board of the Indiana Rural Health Association about a year and a half ago and so was familiar with the organization so I didn't feel like I was coming in completely blind um, and uh, had a general understanding of the organization as a as a whole but now that I've been in the position for what's going on seven months now. Um, we have just a number of incredible programs um, and services that we're offering to our rural communities across the state of Indiana. So um, we have a lot of programs that are focusing specifically on um, um, uh, treatment and intervention in the rural space. Um, we have um, programs specific to uh, opioid and substance use disorders. So we have a program called the Indiana Rural Opioid Consortium, which is a, a group of um, partners that work together to be able to um, address 
um, the treatment and, and uh, intervention to reduce morbidity and mortality as it pertains to um, the substance use disorder space. Um, ideally, we focus on things like prevention, education, outreach, treatment, and, uh, and recovery space. Um, we have a number of programs that focus on mental health, as you mentioned um, in your introduction. So we have a program called the Crossroads for Partnership, uh, Crossroads Partnership for Telehealth, and it was designed to, to um, create an efficient platform that, that bridges uh, healthcare providers and hospitals with the use of telehealth um, that, that um, ultimately improves mental health, mental health and the awareness around mental health. Um, specifically in the emergency departments, um, but not only with telehealth, that program also focuses on things like teleneurology as it pertains to um, stroke um, in the emergency department, um, teletrauma, tele-EMS. Um, we also have a program that's called what we call RISE Squared or RISE 2, which is the Rural Indiana Suicide Evaluation and Education Program. Um, and it's it specifically focuses on um, the education and basically increasing the awareness um, of treatment for patients that are suffering from suicidal ideation. That's a big deal. It, it, uh, is. it, it, it is. It's even growing larger in pediatric and yes. in, in, in younger people. Uh, talk about what, what, uh, what organization did you represent as a member of the, of the association? Sure. So prior to joining the Indiana Rural Health Association, I was with Davies Community Hospital in Washington, Indiana. I see. And so the the home of the hatchets. It is. Yeah, Very the good. Zellers. It is. And uh, that's a great that's a great place. My wife is from Salem, Indiana, and so we we uh, uh, we we know all about it. And I worked for the Indiana Railroad that uh, went right through Washington, it Indiana. Did. What a great place! Tell me about Davies County for just a second. Uh, that is the es essence of rural health. Uh, you have you have Washington County and, and Davies County, and and uh, you're not close enough to Louisville to go to Norton. Uh, so it's in, just imperative that the, the the hospital care in those areas too far away from Evansville. So it's, it, tell me about kind of the the life and times of 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 a, of a hospital in Davies County. Or Salem, or or you know somewhere in what we call small town Indiana, which is, you know, Indiana is a um, it's a state full of small towns, and uh, and, and I'm not just going to John Cougar Mellencamp, but it's really true, and uh, and that's one of the things that we want to do on this on this podcast is focus in on the small towns and how we can help them, and. Uh, uh, if you would just talk a little bit about the experience of Davies County. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for several years, I was um, involved with recruitment and retention of our, our uh, physicians and our providers at the hospital. And that was essentially a sales pitch, if you will, to encourage providers to at least take a look at Washington and, and the surrounding communities um, in and around Davies County, because we are relatively centrally located to a lot of major cities. So three hours from St. Louis, an hour from Evansville, two hours from Louisville, uh, two hours from Indianapolis. And so it, it's a great location um, to be able to see a lot of diverse, large cities, but yet still far enough away that you can feel the, the um, you know, the, the relaxation and the casual um, yeah yeah, yeah the town and square exactly of of an of a rural community right 
Um, and Davies Community Hospital provides some exceptional service. Um, and, and throughout the years, I'd been with Davies for 13, 14 years and um, just had a, a great opportunity to see the hospital grow and, and really focus on some of the service lines that are, are essential to the survival of a rural community. And, um, you know, our OB program in that area, we are so incredibly fortunate to have some of the most incredible OBGYNs. You know, I'm really glad you used the term we, because you know exactly where you came from. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Becky, uh, Becky Sanders, and she's got a fancy organization she works for, which is under the association that, that, uh, that, uh, that Kara works for. And, and uh, but Becky Sanders is with the Upper Midwest Telehealth Resource Center, and she's the director. Now that's a big, big uh, title, and but we know it's it's very important that uh, Mid America, the Midwest, there are uh, not just because you cross the line to Illinois or Ohio or Michigan, we're a lot alike. And uh, tell us about how Indiana is doing compared to our neighbors. Um, in in what area? In in telehealth. Telehealth or, or making rural hospitals in the service that they uh, render and offer to uh, the individuals, the citizens that live in the areas. Yeah. How are we doing? Yeah, I think we're doing really well. Um, you know, my, my employer is the Indiana Rural Health Association, and then we've been fortunate enough to have this cooperative funding through HRSA for the Upper Midwest Telehealth Resource Center. And as you mentioned, we cover Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio. So having my roots with the Indiana Rural Health Association, some of the first partners back in 2011 that when we first got this funding that we reached out to in our other states was the Rural Health Association in those states. And we've made great partnerships with um, rural hospitals and clinics and federally qualified health centers in all of those states and especially with the state offices of rural health. And part of our engagement process early on was to go out and go to other conferences in our in our four state region and listen to the programs that they were the peers talking to their own peers about what they were doing and they're doing great things but i have to say when i come back and my own organization our annual conference um, you know our our state association is the largest rural health association in the country well that's a that's a great Moniker. That's a, that's a wonderful accomplishment for Indiana, and I think being a large organization is important. But also, um, the establishment of protocols and the standards and the communication within our own state is just incredible. Because I, I think we've been kind of flying blind for the last year or so, uh, eleven months. I remember when we signed died March 11th, and we started learning about the pandemic on March 3rd. And, and the governor put together a, a commission and, uh, and he had a website and, and uh, it, it, it's, it was starting out very slowly because we really didn't know. I was telling people that they'd be back at work in two weeks mm -hmm. or 15 days. And so I, I think it's imperative that, um, that the uh, telehealth, the uh, urban health, the, the rural health really work together on best practices. And I hope that's what's happening. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't tell you, um, as far as telehealth goes in the previous, well, tell me. 
Well, I will tell you. Um, <laughs> as far as telehealth goes, I think we're doing great things in the state of Indiana. I can't be more proud of how Governor Holcomb and Dr. Box, with their weekly briefings, have kept the state up to date on what's going on. And it's always been interesting to compare the other three states in our four-state region to what's going on in Indiana. And I really think we're at the cutting edge of things. Excellent. Tell me about broadband. Yeah, broadband. But we, we last session and the previous session, we've made an effort, uh, but it just needs to kind of get in fifth gear. How do you feel about it? Yeah. So when I actually I came on to the association as an employee in 2008, and that was my first program that I worked on was the Indiana Telehealth Network. Oh. And we had some funding from Okra mm -hmm. here in Indiana uh, under Lieutenant Governor Skillman at the time. I remember that. Yeah. And it was and Sue, Sue Ellsperman yes. put together a, a commission, yes. and I was a little bit a part of that. Mm -hmm. And that probably. Uh, and that was for two years after that. Okay. Okay. Um, so the funding was to build fiber optic networks into rural nonprofit hospitals. And the funding actually came from the Federal Communications Commission under the Universal Service Administrative Program. So we laid. Oh, I can't, I wish I had the number in wow. front of me. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of miles of fiber out to rural critical access hospitals. And this, this was in the 2008-2010 timeframe. And many hospitals at that time had either DS1 or DS3 connections. So those were old copper connections, DSL connections. And we put in fiber. So then we're talking a minimum of five megs of fiber. And now most of those hospitals have 100 megabits or higher. Kara, uh, well, well, I, I like to talk about phrases at times, and one of the things I like to say is that I'd much rather have a gravel road and access to broadband. Uh, I'd much rather have broadband than a gravel road if there's a choice. And uh, we, since you're relatively new, but you understand uh, from Davies County, uh, you understand the importance of broadband and e-health, telehealth, the whole situation. What are two things that you want to see happen in 2021 in the state of Indiana? Um, further expansion of that broadband accessibility and availability to rural communities. And we were fortunate to have a, a conversation with Governor Holcomb last week. And so I'm very pleased that it is on their agenda um, to, to implement and to, to divert a lot of dollars that focus on that initiative. So um, to Becky's point, that that growth and expansion of the broadband access will just continue to grow. Um, not only, I mean, obviously from a healthcare perspective, that's what we focus on, and the ability to provide um, virtual visits from the patient, you know, from the patient without having to them having to leave their home. Um, you know, it's easier access to see a provider without. You know, there's a lot of concern still about going to a provider's office or a hospital and still contracting. Um, uh, COVID-19. And so having that reassurance that you can still have that visit from your own home, a limiting factor continues to be access to broadband and, and reliable internet. So that's um, definitely a, a huge focus for us. And we'll continue to expand that uh, Indiana Telehealth Network program through the FCC um, and, and uh, continue to, to work with our partners to secure funding to support that initiative along those lines. Becky, I think uh, our listeners and our viewers uh, need to know though you can you can fund or you can budget money but it takes a long time sometimes six months more like 18 months 
So this is not a problem that's going away uh, in May. It's something that we need to be dedicated to. And just last word, what do you think, other, what we can learn from other states and what they're learning from us? Well, there are, well, there's many, yeah. There are four counties in, in the uh, northwest corner of Illinois, and then there's about 89 or 88 in the rest, and it's very much a rural state. It is. So they're a lot like us. Yes. And they're probably taking more from us than when we are taking from them. That That's probably true, and, and that's so funny. So I, grew, I am a Hoosier. I grew up here and in central Indiana. I spent about 10 years living in Chicagoland in one of those four counties right around Cook County. And I'm, I'm very, and, and my mother grew up in Illinois and in central Illinois. And I very much understand there is a huge dichotomy from the Chicagoland area to central Illinois, even to southern Illinois. Um, and what we have done here in our state um, is really raise the bar for all of the states around us. And we've got great partners that we share information with and we share best practices. Um, but yeah. There, there are probably 6.6 .6 million Hoosiers and there are that many people or more in Chicagoland. So they have quite a challenge, but they also have broadband because of the population. They probably struggle uh, anything south of, uh, of uh, Lake County in, in, in Illinois. And, and, and I'm really pleased that we're able to sit down and chat today. Rural health is something that uh, not many people in Indianapolis think about, uh, but people in Valparaiso and LaGrange and Davies County and, and, and Washington County and, and uh, Switzerland County, it is the life, life of the community. And, and we all know how important healthcare is to each and ind individual person. And we also know that it's 17% of the of US economy. And so that is the reason why we have focused on uh, this today and Becky and Kara, uh, I very much appreciate you sitting uh, for the audio and the video uh, podcast. Uh, when you watch this, you'll see my new barn wall backdrop. My brother, uh, my brother uh, and I went out to Johnson County and got a bunch of barn wood and he made a barn wood uh, wall for me for a backdrop. So I'm having a lot of fun with this podcast and, and thank you, Dina Dodd for uh, putting all this together and uh, uh, with the Rural Health Association and thank you Jake Presley for making us sound good and uh, and uh, and we um, uh, here's another episode of Jim Merritt's Indiana see you soon